Hello and welcome to Pocket Monster Radio. We here at PMR cannot guarantee clean, family-friendly content. So, to all those neat kiddos who have found us, we appreciate the listen. But please check back in when you're older. Hopefully we're still doing this thing. Now, enjoy the show. It's been a while since I last saw another person. This is Pocket Monster Radio. My name is Steven Weber. Joining me is Mark Atkins. So, last night I watched the first Thor movie, and um, there's a I scene thought, in I it. I thought you were going to ma- throw the towel in on this bit. I made it one week, and I was thinking about it today, and it was really funny to me. Um, okay, all right. Yeah, so there's a scene kind of midway through the movie where Natalie Portman and Thor, um, Chris Hemsworth, they make dinner together or they make breakfast for everybody. And Chris Hemsworth like casually throws a towel over his shoulder is like a humanizing moment for Thor. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how did he learn to toss the towel over his shoulder to humanize himself? What, like, did, I don't did think you recently Asgard, rewatch it again. No, I've only seen it the one time. Fuck you. I was going to ask if the the um, scene in the diner was before that scene or not. Because I don't The remember. scene in the diner is before that scene. Then he learned it there, like I said last time. I don't think he saw somebody throw a towel over their shoulder at the diner. He didn't see every minute he of was, it. He was too busy smashing that mug. <laughs> yes. And uh, joining us today is Arthur Brem. What's up, fellas? Howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. We're excited. To, this is the first time in a long time we've had a guest. Um, yes. Arthur is one of the hosts of the delightful Radio Free Tote Bag, which I advertised on our last episode that okay. I made an appearance on. Um, so, yeah, we're glad that we could finally get you in on this. Happy yeah, and I don't, I don't know if, if Mark informed you, but the last time we had a guest, he just became a permanent host. So now... Oh you're wow! A, okay, you're okay. a permanent host. You've signed the, you know, it's a it's a binding <laughs> agreement. Sorry. Yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. That's chill. I can talk about Gen One forever. <laughs> Hell yeah. Probably longer than me. You will learn that uh, I am a Pokemon enthusiast, and enthusiast is the mm-hmm. correct word. Um, I yeah, see. He's, he's not good at the games. He I, tries his darndest though, and he sure does enjoy them. I That's do. the thing that I really love I about do. it. You don't have to be good at it at all. You nope. can just like pick the stuff that you like and then struggle mightily forever. Like you can do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I um, <laughs> see. I like to breeze through it using skill and um, referencing different. Uh, I have charts saved in the favorites section of my phone photos. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm. always have type effectiveness set up and different Pokemon natures. Um, hey, I, you I like only to do started it, natures I like, to do like it right. two months ago. It was when we started the podcast, which has been a year and a half now. Who is who was the most recent one then? I thought it was you. It wasn't Kenny. Kenny's it was me, been. but it was... I did it when I played um, Alpha Sapphire, which was the game that you bought for me as we were starting the show. Oh, that's true. Yes. Because I was very poor and Steven is a good friend. Indeed. And I tried to mail it to Mark and Columbus 
and I only used one stamp, and I weighed it, and it was point <laughs> point nine ounces because a stamp is up to one ounce, right? I believe so. Yes, I weighed it. It was point nine ounces, so I, I only used one stamp. I sent it on its way. Uh, weeks went by. I bought a second one for Mark. And then did I hand it to you physically? I can't remember. No, you Venmoed me and I drove to GameStop that is, on my own. That is correct. So we gave up on it. And then several weeks after that, it showed back up with a note saying that there wasn't enough postage for it to get up there. And it spent Man. like fucking like three weeks in the mail. And it was it was under a, a goddamn ounce. It was, Doesn't it seem pissy. like three weeks going by they could have just shot it up to columbus right you know? yeah <laughs> like the number of times it was handled like they spent more money handling it yeah. they had to have. yeah <sighs> like it was an it was a net loss for them and also to clarify steven did not i mean he bought me that game out of the goodness of his heart but it wasn't like a surprise thing i basically said i want to play this game will somebody please buy it for me and steven <laughs> i didn't I didn't think it would work. I mean, I also for a long time rallied to have them buy me a Nintendo Switch, and that one didn't pay off for me. No. But <laughs> I, your friends don't know what you need unless you ask for it, you know? Yes. That's and really I, good advice. I and the that. extra copy I gave as a gift to my uh, my niece. So it, it nice. found a home as well. Yes. Um, but did I, you did you screen did you screen that used copy that you had for any racist names before you sent it off to your niece? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a, it's essential in a used Pokemon game. <laughs> so, so I had one. Well, was it my Black Two that had a anti-Semitic name on it? Um, yeah, and then I borrowed your Heart Gold. Let's let's not talk about that one. <laughs> and that had maybe another <laughs> slur in it. Did that I, have the that had the not fun f bomb in it? Didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah, I uh, I I was a dipshit <laughs> up until about age eighteen, and I have grown as a person since then. May I uh, share a brief anecdote? Re of course, um, of terrible course. names. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I'm a big Dark Souls guy. That has kind of become my Pokemon of my adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I named my first character in Dark Souls three Nonce. My understanding of that word was that it just meant an idiot, right? Just somebody who was real stupid, like British <laughs> slang for an idiot. Uh -huh. uh, I, like three days ago, after putting 173 hours into this character, found out that it means pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am unfamiliar with the words, so... Uh, yeah, apparently yeah, but, it means diddler, hmm. so... Ah, that's fun. <laughs> You should just make a new character and just name it Diddler and cut out the middle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just get rid, of any, get rid of any insinuation and just, just call him Diddler. <laughs> yeah, and I... um. Oh, you should also mention... I don't know if you've talked about this on the show, but it popped into my head when talking about getting used Pokemon games. You should tell the story of your Game Boy camera. <laughs> well, see, most people don't find it funny. Uh, to my surprise. Um, so, do you know what the I find it incredibly funny. <laughs> Arthur? Do you know what the Game Boy uh, camera is? Yes, it had like a little like dot matrix printer that you could hook up to your Game Boy, and it had like a yes, whole, it was a cartridge that had a camera in it. Yep, it's wild. 
So um, years ago, I was getting into photography, and I, I like, you know, niche things as well. So I decided that, like, it would be a a fun thing to have this little retro shitty camera. And so I bought it uh, off eBay, and then I got it, and I turned it on, and I went through the cameras, and there was a 10-year-old who took a picture of his dick. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah if you're 10 and you've got a game boy camera you're taking a picture of that i know right it's the first thing you do you just drop your trousers and you take a picture and i feel like i feel like it's like a straight arm up like oh yeah well his his friend took the picture because he's like (laughs) he's like 10 feet away and he's like pulling up his shirt and like yeah but like 90 percent of the people i have told that to just think i'm gonna get arrested by the cops i mean you deleted it didn't you yes yes it is gone now yeah Um, we have a responsibility just to destroy this uh material wherever we find it correct Uh, no matter how fucking funny it's also like so goddamn low res like if you, sure, just, sure. you just drew it with, by yourself, it would be uh, more detailed. But, uh, more accurate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I did just recently buy uh, a a like a thing that acts like the printer, so you can get it onto an SD mm. card. Um, I've been... Oh, that rules. Yeah, I've been holding off on buying it for like four years at this point and decided to just do it. It's a complete waste of money, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. Like I can just imagine, you know, uh so you've got a gathering of people together and uh you know somebody says, "Let's take a picture." And then you pull out a fucking Game Boy color. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that rules. Uh-huh. That should be Friendsgiving Friendsgiving 20 I was going to say Friendsgiving 2020, but I doubt that in 4 months we'll all be able to be gathered together still. True. Um, yeah. Woof. Which is bleak. Um, that is as far away now as we are from the beginning of it all. Um, <laughs> but uh, eventually, we should get a, a group picture on that old Game Boy camera. Yes, we should. That is that's one of my goals. I also want some uh, artsy pics of the uh, the studio. We'll try to figure out some fun little angles and stuff. Um, can oh, I yeah. sneak? Can I sneak nude into some of them? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so like low res. You can just like. Hang dong like through the uh, the microphone stands, and you'll never even know. <laughs> but we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should probably move on to our cookball. Yeah. Today's cookball is Arthur's Pokemonness. Uh, oh sure yeah uh what's your long-term relationship with pokemon uh any recent stuff just like um yeah take take us on a journey yeah i'm like i don't know this would have been like fourth grade pokemon had actually been out for like maybe a year or two and people were really getting into it and i didn't have a game boy so I had to pester and pester and pester. I'm throwing pester balls, folks. <laughs> I am I am agitating the folks. I'm like, listen, I have like if I don't play Pokemon right now, I will die. Like I'll be a dead person if I don't play Pokemon immediately. I will sell I will self-emulate in front of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. me Pokemon. And I'll do it with the I'll do it with the serenity of a Buddhist monk. Like, I gotta do this. I gotta play Pokemon. Uh so they finally they buy me a Game Boy Color. 
uh, it was the the like what do they call it the ice grape or whatever they oh, call yeah. it like the, like the clear Game Boy oh, color the, yeah. with the uh, yep. I don't know purple what the tint is, but yeah that's the one my, that's the one my brother had and it's Pokemon Red version oh yes this is like a revolution for me I'm like because uh, I had played RPGs like before this. Uh, my first big uh, RPG was Evo uh, Evolution. What, what did they call that game? It was for um, Super Nintendo. And the only way that I could articulate it is, you know those games where like you take damage, but it gives you like a number instead of just taking a heart away? That was the only <laughs> way I could articulate RPGs. So I was like, I have, I have to play this. And I'm playing it for the first time. And I'm like, oh, yes, Charmander. Give me the fire one, please. So I'm Amen, fighting. Brother. I'm fighting through and I'm just getting my ass beat. I get to Brock. I'm just losing over and over again, but I fight through it. Um, one of the things that I super remember from that first playthrough was um, getting poisoned. And then I'm walking around and I got a Pokemon that's taking poison ticks as I'm walking around. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's making the screen kind of flash. And I remember going through about 48 double A batteries because I thought it was the, <laughs> it was the Game Boy Lucid battery. <laughs> um, so I'm playing through it. I'm making it to like I'm at like the seventh gym. I fought my way through. I've got like a decent team. I can't even remember who I had. I probably had like Lapras was like a big part of my team. Uh, oh, yeah. I was a big fan of, um, of course, my my Charizard at that point was kicking people in the face. Um, I was a big Nido King guy too, way back in the way back. Um, I was immediately drawn to Nido King as a kid. I yeah, because honestly, from beat. Pokemon Stadium, I really liked the animation for it, and ended up going back probably not until Fire Red or Leaf Green, whatever one I owned. But I fucking love him. Like the design on that character is so rad because he's just like he's this huge mouse with like <laughs> horns and shit, and he's like buff as hell. Like so to so dope. Um, and so I'm on like the seventh gym and I'm kind of getting through it. But uh, I'm a little stuck. And my friend says, hey, you know, if you uh, if you I can't remember all the steps, but if you get on your on your uh, on your surf Pokemon and you go up and down the little strip on uh, which which island was that? Was that, uh, that Cinnabar? Cinnabar? Cinnabar I Island? Was, I think it's Cinnabar. So yeah, you go up and down on Cinnabar Island, you're going to encounter this little guy called Missing No. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah? And it's like, and the seventh item in your inventory is going to get duplicated. And I immediately went, oh, so I can just have 99 rare candies? Like, I instantly, like, mm -hmm. rocked, like, I can just have everything at 99 now? <laughs> and so I went and I did that, and I was like, oh, yes, this is, this is the thing. This is how I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> So everything's level 99. I just plow through the end of the game. I completely cheat myself out of the challenge and the <laughs> and the prestige of like actually doing the thing. Um, and then the 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 really big disappointment that I remember is that I go to enter like the Hall of Fame and I go to look at my, you know, so it's supposed to show like the Pokemon that you beat the Elite Four with. It's all glitched to shit. It's all beat up. Oh, like, no. nothing, nothing showed up, right? So I was just like, I remember feeling this existential dread, like this thing that I absolutely like fought for with every like every tool that I had mm -hmm. to own this experience. And then I took it away from myself. I, I do I, feel like doing the like duplicate rare candy thing. It's like um, 
that regret after you send like a sext to somebody and realize you shouldn't have done it. And you're like, I, sh- I should have just rubbed one out first before I sent it and really just like sat in the gravity of the situation before yeah. I shot that off. <laughs> you're like, this, this is okay. I'm going to, I'm going to do the moonshot. I'm going to do exactly the thing that I want to do right now. You really didn't want to do that. <laughs> uh, so by the time I had done that, Pokemon cards had become a thing, and you ha- you got to get you got to get them Pokemon cards. And so I yeah. remember I remember I had a birthday, and I was like, I had already played Magic the Gathering since like a couple years before that. Like I yeah. was one of those like super young kids who had a Magic the Gathering binder, and I was like, okay, you remember Magic? My folks are like, yeah. And I'm like, that's over. That's fucking dead. That's over with. Magic can magic can go away forever. It's Pokemon now. I need you to buy me a starter set of Pokemon and it of Pokemon cards. And it had uh the foil Machamp. Was yeah, that the card I had that you got same set? Yeah. So I was like, you gotta get me one of those. And uh so my birthday comes around and my sisters, they love to tease me around uh around gift giving situations. So they were like, we didn't get you a Pokemon starter set. We got you a Barbie dream house. And I'm like, and so like, I, again, I just, I fired up the pester balls. I'm like, dad, dad, can we go to hobby town right now? It's my birthday. Can we go to hobby town right now and get me a Pokemon starter set? Please, 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 please. And he finally goes, Jesus Christ. All right, how much is it? 30 bucks? Great. Shut up. Let's go. <laughs> so we get in the car. We drive up to Hobbytown, USA. He buys me the starter set, hands it to me. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best day of my life. I have the starter set. And, of course, a couple hours later, I'm opening my gifts, and my sisters had gotten me the Pokemon card starter set. So I ended up with I ended up with two starter decks, uh, was able to trade a bunch of that to a bunch of kids, had a little capital to start off with to start my collection. And uh, I'm just I'm just sharking kids. I'm just like, listen, I'm, you know, this Machamp, it only comes with a starter set. Did you get a starter set? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, you're probably going to want to trade me that Charizard for this uh, starter set Machamp. Because if you didn't get you're going to want this. This is going to be good. The like, most easily accessible Pokemon, the most exactly. easily accessible hollow Pokemon card. Absolutely. I'm like, is your is your Charizard holographic? No. Well, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Just lighten kids up, like sharking people on the playground. Do you know? Do you still have your Pokemon cards somewhere? They were destroyed in a camping accident. What? Oh no! Yeah, um, uh, a tent flap was left open, and it rained over the night, and water pooled just all over my binder and oh. destroyed every one of my Pokemon cards. That'll do. And it. I remember that. I remember that being a very formative moment because, like, I'm looking at these things that I put so much time into collecting and so much value on in my life and I'm looking at them and they're just wet <laughs> just, <laughs> just destroyed just completely useless and I'm I remember feeling like you know like a deep sadness like a, oh no and also sort of like a relief like okay I can I can do something else now <laughs> <laughs> you were freed of the curse <laughs> yeah so, like, how long of a period Wait. was it from, like, the first starter deck to <laughs> ruin? The, the tragic demise. Yes. Let's see. I bet we could, I bet we could figure it out because uh, I joined up. There were first edition um, 
of the original set, those boosters were available when I started up, right? Yeah. Uh, when I left, the Team Rocket expansion had come out. Oh, okay. Damn, those are like the big ones too. So did you, do you know, did you have like the jungle expansion and shit too? Yes. Then do you remember yeah, with the Scyther like, on them? Yes, so I'm, absolutely. I'm curious on the timing that. of that one. I'm going to look that up. I watch, um, I regularly, I've tried to get everybody else into it and I've kind of fallen away from it a little bit. But there is this really great YouTuber named Leonhart that his whole YouTube channel is just videos of him opening Pokemon cards. Oh, and he like buys lots of like sealed base set and sealed jungle and sealed team rocket. And you just get to watch somebody in 2020 opening up a legitimate like team rocket. Holy shit. That is the rest of my life. It's fucking awesome. That's what I'm going to do until I die. It's like a little ASMR too. And like, he's just like, Oh God, it's, it's good. And he's just like, the nicest man he was i feel like i've never really gone too deep in leonard he was a fucking lawyer and he just like <laughs> quit being a lawyer to do this pokemon card youtube channel because oh. it like picked up enough steam and he's like upward like he's getting close to a million subscribers at this point like this dude is making a fucking living off of opening in like these like he opened a sealed original base set like when it was the box for the shelf in the store that still yeah. had the plastic wrap around it. Oh and that's God. like, it's like 30, $40,000. I think that you just get to watch this man rip the plastic off. <sighs> like it is the fucking best. I love it so much. I want that in my life. Send me the link to that. Is Leon I will. Hart. How do I? Yeah. Yeah. Leon Hart. I actually, actually I just searched base set Pokemon cards and his video was the, uh, Top suggestion. Leonhard Pokemon. It. Let's let's subscribe right now. This is happening. About a year. You um, about a year. Um, the English the English set was January 9th, ninety nine, for the base set, and it looks like English for Team Rocket was April twenty fourth, two thousand. Interesting. It feels like it was so much longer. I felt like yeah, I was so- doing it for like a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Time just moves it's so like, slow when you're young. It's true. And, and just like imagine you as like a 11 year old, just like cigarette dangling out of your mouth. Like you guys can't imagine the pain that I've been through. <laughs> you don't know the shit that I've seen. Every scrap of money that I could get my hands on just instantly, instantly into a pack of Pokemon cards. So did you just go back to magic after that? Uh, it took a little while. I was burnt by collectible card games, but I did get back into magic. I ended up playing that competitively for, uh, like my freshman year of college. Really? Oh, fuck. Um, yeah. uh, yeah. Like, you know, just a little like FNM, you know, standard events. Uh, I don't know if you guys know magic at all, but I don't know FNM, but I do have, I'm a weirdo who I, as a 25 year old got really hardcore into magic last year and spent, Probably three, three or four hundred dollars in the span of like three months. And now it's just fucking it's just sitting in a Ikea backpack in my bedroom now. And I have not touched it since that three month period. But goddamn, was it fun? I am. uh, I'm moving back to Columbus before too long. I love to play magic together. You play magic. Yeah, because there's there's Magic the Gathering Arena now on the computer, which is actually really fucking good. Yeah, it's 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 definitely better than the online Pokemon TCG that they have now, which is still pretty fun, but 
Magic is just a better game. Because oh, I also got back into collecting Pokemon cards too. I, God, what a w- fucking waste of money. I could have put money towards my credit card debt. <laughs> it's so interesting that like Pokemon being a a kind of objectively inferior TCG product when they have such a similar concept. You're yeah. like, you've got like, you know, your colors, you've got, you can play an energy per turn. That whole concept, that's like dead on Magic yeah. the Gathering, right? And then they just fucking whiff it from there. It's so wild. <laughs> they were actually developed I, by the same people. Yeah, Wizards of the Coast. Of the Coast. Yeah. yeah. I, I think remember the first time they purposefully made Pokemon bad. Just to continue mm. funneling people towards magic. Yeah, like, well, I think they just I oh, think they sure, just made sure. it fine. Like it's it's fine, but we're not gonna give it the complexity that we give our own game. Yeah, I feel like the That's demographics exactly. definitely, and it's a definite intended different demographic for Magic versus Pokemon. Too. I, I, I remember this is this is the first moment that I realized that um, adults played games competitively in a way that like children don't really like do it you know what i mean yeah like i'm gonna put my favorite pokemon into this deck and i'm gonna <laughs> play my favorite pokemon and that's what i'm gonna do um i remember thinking like i could beat the shit out of my friends right i'd sit down i'd shuffle up i'd just annihilate them right and uh i worked at the ohio renaissance festival for a number of years and i met an adult man named aaron and aaron uh, was a gym leader at his local. Uh, uh, th- this was back when they when they did this, but at their friendly local game store, you'd right. have a guy who was designated the gym leader. If you go beat his ass, you get a badge, <laughs> right? Huh. I sat down across from him with my little cute deck. I think it was like Water Psychic, and I had like fucking Mewtwo because he's the best one, you know. And he played a deck that was Chansey Tauros. Where you put Chansey out, you take all the damage on Chansey, you'd switch it over to Tauros, you would retreat the Chansey, and then um, whatever the ability was, like where you take where you do damage based on the amount of damage that Tauros has on him. Yep. So you, you transfer the Tauros, you transfer all the damage to Tauros, so he has 10 HP left, you retreat the Chansey, you kill the shit out of whatever your opponent has, and then you retreat the Tauros. And then put yeah, the Chansey they- up to tank more fit, more shit. They've actually made the TCG pretty complex at this point, too, because they have a ton of their like GX cards and tag team cards where they just have these insane fucking abilities. And so, like, I actually have some decks now and like now with Pokemon, it's so much different than when it started, where like you actually can go through and make a strategy like that. And like, like. Cause I put the money in first among my friends when we were playing it a couple years ago and I would just crush everybody. Oh, yeah. And then just immediately somebody else who's smarter than me and actually strategizes <laughs> is like, no, let, let me, I'll actually think this through, not just throwing big money cards at you. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. Like the people that really dig in and get into like the meta game of these card games, like that's a thing that I really wish I could do. I tend to just follow people around on metas. Uh, except for, like, I play this X-Wing miniatures game. Not to get too off of Pokemon again. You're fine. Oh, you're but, fine. Uh, yeah. but I, uh, you know, I play this X-Wing miniatures game and I try to, like, figure out, so, okay, so how do I kill the thing that's killing everyone? And uh, and that's that's such a huge part 
of these like competitive RPG element games where you have to like figure out, okay, so what's winning? How do I beat that? Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that stuff. Well, cause you know, like I know it's very true with magic where like once somebody finds out a strategy that works and everybody finds out about it, everybody just throws like, yeah. I know for a while it was, and it seems it was always just kind of been mono red, just like fucking red blast people's ass. Like, and it like works, but it is very fun to like try to figure out how to counter that, which I never did. Absolutely. And anytime my friends would throw mono red at me, I would get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> they also had a lot more money than me invested into it, which is certainly a big part of it. So I think I can relate this all back to 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 the topic at hand. <laughs> this this is the beginning of all of this. Like I have continued to play these really complex um games with all these like interactions and all of that comes from pokemon all of that comes from understanding the original 150 not 151 because mew doesn't exist on the original cartridge you have to go to the mall to the tournament to get that put onto your uh pokemon uh cartridge really that's an external thing you gotta yeah huh. i uh i actually yeah you can't in the regular game just go to mount moon and catch mew it was like no. the original event pokemon I went to that original event because again, pester balls, dad, <laughs> you have, you have to take me to the mall Saturday. And he's like, why is it at nine in the morning on a Saturday? And I'm like, because it's Mew. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to get a Mew. I'm going to play in this tournament. I'm going to beat everybody's ass. Uh, this was after this Aaron gentleman to kick my ass in the, in the, uh, card game. But I was like, okay, I'm determined. I can do this. Um, it was 3v3, so you and your opponent would pick three Pokemon for your team. And it's whoever knocks out all three Pokemon first wins. So I show up, and uh, I hand them my cartridge. They load it into the machine, and it had this really cool animation. It was like, like a little kiosk thing they set up, and you plug your Game Boy cartridge into the machine, and then this animation flashes and you see like Mew like streak across the screen and then he streaks back. And then he like coalesces and gets like drawn into your cartridge. And I'm like, that is the coolest thing. That's fucking rad. Really? That is the coolest thing in the world. Yes, absolutely. You go, was this mall, like, not, you go was to the like mall at 9 a.m. It was like they had the whole like, uh, you know how they have like the sort of like sitting like the seating areas in the mall. I think this was at Kenwood Town Center. In like Cincinnati. where like where like a mall Santa would be around Christmas exactly. time. Exactly. They just they rope everything off and it just it's Pokemon land. This is what's happening. God, that's fucking this. awesome. It was so oh my god, it was one of the coolest moments of my life. That seems so, like the one time in my life I would actually be happy to be at Kenwood Town Center. <laughs> <laughs> what, about fucking, free, what about free build a bear day? Are you happy on that day? That's a hellish nightmare. I never had a build a bear. I had a I had a wacky bear, which was fucking bullshit. It was like an off brand build a bear, and I but got it. In did Gatlinburg. you like still build it? Yeah, and I still See, got to kiss the little heart and I put never, it inside of it. I never oh got to build. God. I never got to build nothing. Oh yeah. Well, my parents like they. My parents were never the type of people. They would get me the bare minimum for anything. Sure. And like, so I would never get like the pun in, outfit pun intended. I Hey! hey. hey. <laughs> pew pew! Yeah, the um. Can we get a drop on that? Can you throw a throw something in there? Baba Bowie. 
There we go. <laughs> yeah, so like I had one I had one outfit for my wacky bear. Like I never got to do the shit of like changing it in or out or anything. And like I got a fucking lame outfit because I was probably in like the third grade and it was I got elder themed shit. So I had like purple shorts and then a gray mm. shirt with a purple football on it. Sure. And it was just so fucking lame. Like it I regretted my decision immediately. My brother had this awesome like Hawaiian shirt and cargo shorts with like a little like safari hat. And I just got this fucking lame like leisure wear. Um, <laughs> like something something like a uh, like a 45 year old football dad would wear is what your Build-A-Bear is wearing. As he's just like 11 bush lights deep talking about the glory days of his time yeah. Of his time specifically at Elder High School, because that's certainly true from <laughs> our high yep. school experience. Um, but yeah, um, so did you play much Pokemon beyond Gen 1? Like, or did you go back and like after the disappointment of doing the missing no and not getting to see yourself in the Hall of Fame, did you replay well, Pokemon Red? I rolled that into potential glory at this tournament where I got the Mew. So I yeah. sit down, I've got my level 99 Mewtwo. I've got my level 99 and I knew this. I knew that bugs were strong against psychic. And I figured that everybody got the Mew today. So everybody's going to go and they're going to rare candy their Mew up to 99 and play it in the tournament. Right. Uh -huh. So I was like, I'm going to bring a pincer. I'm going to bring Mewtwo and I'm going to bring Mew. Not realizing that Pinsir doesn't even have bug type attacks, like <laughs> not even really thinking about that. Uh, should have brought a Beedrill, should have pin needled your Mew into unconsciousness instantly. <laughs> um, but I sit down against the first kid, and he's just got like trash, like just garbage. Uh, and I just I annihilate him, and I'm like, fuck yeah, and they give me my rock badge pin. And I'm like, oh, yes, I'm on my way. <laughs> I sit down across from a 17-year-old. I am like 10. <laughs> this 17-year-old looks at me and he goes, okay. So we plug our link cables into our Game Boys. And he puts out a Starmie. The Starmie is using Psychic every turn. And I'm like, understandable. Uh, it's not very effective, so it's not doing a whole ton of damage to my Mewtwo. But it's chipping him, right? I'm using Psychic every turn. He is using recovery every other turn. I don't have recovery on Mewtwo. <laughs> so he had used uh, the rare candy or the uh, missing node dupe to create. Well, what was the name of the item that increased the power points on a on PP a up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, it, he, got, a, he definitely the, got his PP up. <laughs> so he, he dropped a ton of PP ups on recovery and just psychic the shit out of my whole team and then you would use recovery whenever i never got him off the star was time. there you, any you, regulation on like not doing the missing no duping not in this bracket that i was playing no, in. it was okay. the level 99 any <laughs> my god bracket because i thought i was the shit i'm like i'm bringing pincer how are you gonna touch me he's bug type you're gonna bring your psychics he's bug type <laughs> and I just I got annihilated never got the water badge I mean um, you think they would like somehow set it up of like an age bracket or something where it's just sure. like you know any like borderline adult like some 17 year old kid with a fucking crustache is gonna like destroy a 10 year old <laughs> as I recall <laughs> 
His face is just fucking burned in your memory. Oh, absolutely. That that is the face of of everything I have fought against ever since. Everything I have been raging against since then. He sounds like a real life version of Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so I, I didn't let that discourage me. I took I took the L and I was like, but I got this rock badge. And I wore it to school. You better fucking believe I wore it to school. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. It's fourth grade. We're doing this. Um, so uh, Pokemon Silver comes out. And I was like, fuck, this is a theme. Pester balls. I was like, we have, like, listen to me. I missed the launch of the first one. I cannot, this cannot happen again. I must have one of these new ones when it comes out folks were like, Jesus Christ, you're persistent. Okay, okay <laughs> fine. Fine, we'll get it. What do you, which one do you want? And I was like, oh man, silver or gold, silver or gold. And I looked at him and there's like, there's like this cool sort of like vaguely reptilian looking bird with like blue shit coming off of his eyes. And I'm like, wow, he looks like he beats ass. And then there's like this like, <laughs> this like dude with like fucking feathers and a crown. <laughs> I was like, well, he was in the show. I'm going to do the new one. I'm going to do the one that wasn't in the show. So yeah, because Ho, Ho famously in episode one. Yeah, Jeez. it's so zane. Like, that's the thing that drives me nuts. Because I was like, they knew. They were, like, ready for this. Like, they, they yeah. had this whole mythos planned out. And it makes me wonder how far in advance they have these things created. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe Game Freak is, like, the ultimate kind of game studio maybe they really got it going on in that way i think through gen four they had some forethought yeah. through it gen five they started from scratch and then that point forward they're flying by the fucking seat of their pants and sure. you'll just see what comes out that makes sense because like you, you like there comes a time where you're like okay we did the first arc we designed everything from gen one through gen four Probably about what would that have been? Nineteen ninety nine. We finally figured it all, or I don't know the dates. Who knows? Dates? I think the first. I think the first one, the English release, was, was around nine. Yeah, and um, Gen Four would have been two thousand five or two thousand six. So, was it that sure. early? Hold on. No, Gen Three was around two thousand three. I I believe two thousand six or two thousand seven would have been. I'm hedging my bet on two thousand six for Gen Four. Right. You pulling that and up, Steven? You are correct. September 28, 2006. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, so like, I don't know. That's definitely a thing we talk about on the show because Gen 6 was really fucking good and it's been kind of a bummer ever since. Um, and it really, particularly Gen 7 and Gen 8, do not feel like the level of thought out that yeah. the first the first gens were. And if we talk about it too long, me and Mark will just get really sad and the podcast will (laughs) get really bad. So we should. Yeah. (laughs) It used to, I feel like we went through, like we went through Dabda with gen eight in particular. And I guess we're going through it. We're still not, we're not to acceptance yet. We're just somewhere in the middle after anger into sadness. I th- I think mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. I think I've gone through two cycles of Dabda with Gen Eight because the I don't know did I go through a full cycle for the the uh, DLC 
I feel Probably like with Dabda. I don't know what Dabda is. Denial, it's acceptance. Denial, uh, no, uh, denial, anger, bargaining, yeah. depression, acceptance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's the stages yeah. of grief. Also, I know we've done on the show before, but I'm just feeling a little saucy tonight. Um, I disagree with um, Forrest Gump as far as um, as far as Sword and Shield go. I would not say I love you, Gen Eight. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this reminds me. Can I can I do a recurring bit from Radio Free Topag for any sure. Radio Free Topag listeners yeah. who might oh, be yeah. tuning in? Are you guys familiar with the 1994 film uh, starring Tom Hanks? I believe Robert Zemeckis directed it. It was called Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What if in that film, instead of having a back brace put on and uh, having his his issues with his back corrected what if instead they had amputated his legs and it was called forest stump <laughs> God, that's i was good. <laughs> i was crawling <laughs> big shout outs for donovan for creating that bit and putting that in the universe god that's good <laughs> i got about i got about 12 million of them don't get me started <laughs> so, so what, what were your feelings on gen 2 when you started digging into it uh absolutely loved it so like uh the whole time i'm watching the show like i even i watched the show before i had the game because all the kids were talking about the pokemans and i would wake up early before i went to school and i would watch the pokemon show <laughs> um and that's how i learned that charmander was the absolute boss um so they introduced togepi in one of the early seasons, I think season probably two or three, uh, Misty gets a togepi, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? I want that. So I catch, <laughs> I catch a togepi, and I'm like, I have that. It's mine now. <laughs> uh, and then there's, like, the breeding, and I, I remember very distinctly, I was sitting with uh, the neighbor kids, like, at the ju- just at the next house over, and we've all got our Game Boys out. We're all playing second gen. And I remember uh, this girl we used to play with. I think her name was Kaylee was sitting there and she was singing a song. No last, name. <laughs> no last name. No last name. No last names. We don't give we don't give last names on the on the on the radio free tote bag. So, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, I don't we're trying to here. We're trying to use our Pokemon podcast to dox people. <laughs> have we, we're sitting there have we she, ever given a last name? I don't think so. You did for Pro- me. Oh, that's true. Other than hosts, sorry. That's that's a professional thing, though. Also, I believe in the uh, I believe in the Pokemon universe it would be called Dexing. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and I remember very clearly we're sitting there, and I had just learned that day. I was like, "Hey, Kaylee, if you put a Ditto into the daycare with any other Pokemon, you can breed the Pokemon that you put it in with the Ditto with." Right. So you can use a ditto as a breeding partner for any Pokemon. And she was like, say word like this is the shit. (laughs) This is the shit that I'm really looking for. I'm trying to like create new Pokemon like that was her jam. That was her kind of like end game was just like, I'm going to create my own Pokemon. I don't have to go catch them. I'm just going to make them. Uh, And I remember she's walking through this one bush where I I had looked it up. I had the strategy guide, of course. So. I've got the strategy guide open and I'm like, okay, this bush right here on this route, you just walk back and forth. You're going to find this ditto. And I remember very clearly she's singing a little song she had written. She was like, I want to ditto. 
Give me a ditto. <laughs> I wanna ditto. Just endlessly, she's like running back and forth trying to catch this ditto. And that's that's like seared into my mind that I want a ditto song. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I stuck it out. I don't think I ever beat it. I think somebody stole my cartridge, if I remember correctly. Oh, no. I think it was at a Renaissance Festival event. That all seems like... I also... I was into Digimon as well. I don't know if that's anathema to this uh, to this particular publication. We've wanted to... We've talked about doing an April Fool's Digimon episode, yeah. and April Fool's happened at a very tumultuous time in the world, sure, so it did yeah. not happen. You didn't want to rattle your listeners. You like, and the you're first going April through enough Fools. already. We don't need a Digimon. The first April Fools we had was too early in our uh, existence for it. Yeah, probably in like episode six. Yeah, I believe that was the exact number. God damn. Uh, yeah, next year in Israel, as they say, we'll do a. Uh, <laughs> we'll do a. Uh, oh, see, yeah, I say we'll like we're gonna do it because I'm now a host. Yeah, every yeah. other mm-hmm. guest has yep. become a host. So, so yeah, you're a part of it now. Blood contract or whatever. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> uh, do Pokemon have blood? Oh. I don't think so. But I don't know. Because you got to figure, you got to figure if you're getting, what's the, you know, even uh, 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 the double slap. You know, maybe you get caught in the nose. Maybe you're going to bleed a little bit. Pokemon, do they have blood? The only, oh no, I'm thinking of Naruto, like a fucking dipshit. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, I know they Pikachu can sustain. And Naruto look the same. Yeah, well, because I remember in the Lieutenant Surge episodes of the anime, oh. like I remember Pikachu being all fucked up in a hospital bed with like a bandage wrapped around its head Absolutely. and shit. Absolutely, yeah, because he got the shit beat out of him. But like, I don't think they showed blood dripping out of those head bandages. <laughs> <laughs> just like seeping bandages on poke- on fucking Pikachu's head. Oh my! Just God. like sudden, just. Insane brutality out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm not this. seeing. I just I just googled do Pokemon have blood, and all I'm, <laughs> all I'm getting are those. Uh, um, uh, shoot, what do they call them? For just like half is the Pokemon, and then the other half like an like, anatomical. Yeah, like an anatomical model. Yeah, like sure. the things I've got in my garage. Um, if you've seen my garage, <laughs> you have anatomical models in your garage. Um, yeah, of Scyther. Wordle and somebody else. Maybe I wonder Pikachu? if I've seen those. No, it's not Pikachu. Is Scyther oh. Hollow like a um like a cicada? <laughs> it's just a, just the living breathing shell. Me. Actually, I didn't really uh <laughs> I didn't look to. S- I hope they didn't give it a like a internal skeleton. That would be embarrassing. It shouldn't have a vascular system either. Really, it should yeah. just be like. Insects, a lot of them are just like a bag of blood, right? But like it's a hard bag. I'm gonna have to. Did they give any of look at it tonight? Did they give any of them? Did they give any of them grotesque genitalia? (laughs) (laughs) Chancy is hung like a fucking horse. (laughs) (laughs) The egg is just a curled up cock, just (laughs) stuck in a little pouch. Oh yes, I'm a spit beer on that one. That fucking rules. You don't want to see it rolled out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you did you play much at all beyond Gen two, or is that pretty much where your nah, where, where your ends? That's where it ended. I did a couple of um, of like emulator runs like later on because the Game Boy is long gone. 
but like I'd fire up an emulator and play red version probably every three or four years. I'll start a file and, you know, play. That's Mac awesome. Career. Yeah. Cause like that's, that's for me, it's absolutely just like a crystallized moment in my childhood where like all of my energy went into this one property. And so as we've determined, it appears to be about a year, two years that I spent, but it feels like so much more like, it was my it suffused my entire being like I was like all of all of the apparel that I wanted to purchase. I'm like, get me that Pokemon shirt. <laughs> like, you know, see, that's the fun thing about being an adult now, though, is I own I own four Pokemon shirts at this point. You just buy them. Yeah. My sister got me a Pikachu shirt for Christmas this year, and it's fucking sick. And that's my second pure Pikachu shirt. I have two Pikachu shirts and two like groupings of the original 151 because i think both of them do a mew in it which Coles is a good hot spot for pokemon shirts at least it sure was back in like 2006 absolutely i'm gonna i'm gonna put Coles on blast though back in the 90s um because i purchased or was uh you know pester balled my sister into buying me a uh nito king shirt and i didn't really investigate it thoroughly (laughs) at the moment what it was this is so wild you guys are not even going to believe me it was a recolored rhydon just to be made like purple or blue purple good god and it said nito king on it but it was a recolored rhydon that's like the like bootleg simpsons shirts it really is like i was i was like thoroughly incensed when i figured it out because they look close enough, you know, they got the horn, they got the whatever. But Nito King has a smooth horn, ride on a little uh, drill horn, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what tipped me off. And then I looked at the rest of the body and I was like, holy shit, these liars. <laughs> That's wild. And now look at Cole's now just chock full of licensed Rick and Morty and Bazinga shirts. Uh, Everything you could ever want. They just got in Sailor Moon T-shirts. Oh, that's pretty good. Which is actually pretty rad. Like in the in the juniors department for, for yeah, young I ha- girls. I have like three different distinct memories of my dad like laughing really hard at the Bazinga shirts that they had there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> give me that. I want that. That fucking nerd. Look at that nerd. Very funny. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, what it sounds like is that both your Pokemon card collecting and your uh, video gaming ended pretty much in tragedy. Like it just like, yeah, you had like yeah. the fucking like Kurt Cobain of Pokemon fandom where it was just oh my God, strong. Just the Kurt Cobain of Pokemon fandom. Can we make that yeah. my title? Yeah, that's you. <laughs> I'm going to go update my Radio Free Tobac bio right now. Say the Kurt Cobain of Pokemon, Pokemon fandom. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned it, pal. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I think we'll move into our final segment then. Yes. The mega topic for today is what Pokemon would you fuck? <laughs> oh, that's a great question for me. <laughs> yeah, we all, the love and relationships advice podcast. Yeah, that's we cool. thought that this was is something fitting. we've always 
we've kind of circled the drain on this topic for a long time and it felt really fitting with you as our guest and the content that you put out into the world to to bring it on for you i'm gonna still i want to clarify i'm gonna still mostly circle the drain on this because i (laughs) i love the joke but i don't like talking about it too much I thought you've given a you've given a definitive answer on the pod. If there's any Pokemon with some good thighs, yeah, if you're a Mewtwo guy. Thick thighs, Mewtwo, Mewtwo or Lugia, because it's got to be humanoid, or right? Slazzle. I mean, does it have to be humanoid? And I, I will say, Arthur, before we go forward, um, I heard from a reliable source um, that not Pokemon, but that you are a big Renamon fan as far oh, as Digimon God, goes. Love. Yes, this is true. That was my sexual yeah. awakening was Renamon. And yeah. if you want to talk about thick thighs, fucking look up Renamon right now, because for God's love, she I is actually do not know who Renamon is. So I look will up have Renamon. This is the Digimon you would fuck, guaranteed. Some, some, some foxiness. <laughs> Oh yeah. There is certainly people out there. There are certainly people out there that discovered that they were furries later in life because of the seed planted by that Digimon. I have I have talked about this on uh on uh on the Radio Free Topag program. Uh there was a moment in my life where I could have taken the turn and become a furry. (laughs) Like that could have happened, and it's Renamon's fault. Thank you, Digimon, (laughs) for this. Um so I am I am a bisexual man. So Part of me feels like it has to be Mr. Mime. <laughs> like it has to be because he's the human. And I feel like like I'm attracted to other humans regardless of their gender. Right. So I think it kind of got to be Mr. Mime. But he's got that like the weird horseshoe thing. You know what I mean? And like the oh, yeah. hair is all poking out all fucking crazy. So what you need what you need to look up right now, which I think will push you over the edge oh, no. for it. In Gen 8, they added a extra evolution on Mr. Mime. Oh, my God, um, Mr. Mime. Yeah, Google this, re- Google this real quick. His name is Mr. Rhyme, R-I-M-E, and I think this might switch your answer. You're going to love this. Oh, he got that stash. I do oh, need yeah. to interject for the listeners. If there is a considerable rumbling happening right now, the auto body shop inside my building is currently revving up a car. So just uh, okay. I apologize. <laughs> I, I thought think the, the RTX or whatever the fuck that shit's called is handling it nicely. For uh, for you guys, you probably don't hear it. Um, oh. maybe not. I don't know. But uh, I thought the world was ending for a second because I, it was just so omnipresent. But uh, <laughs> was that why you got the thousand mile stare? You weren't thinking deeply about what Pokemon you'd want to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And I. Can I give a um, a fan art answer? Oh yeah! All right, so I just dropped a deviant art link in <laughs> in the meeting. Oh shoot! And it's okay. it's the it's that motherfucker with the checkered pants because he got that look. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, that it looks like. Um... The god character from Katamari Damacy. Absolutely. He looks like, uh, uh, oh, what is the name of the god character? Oh, I used to know this. King of the Cosmos, right? Yeah. yeah. That is like strong King of the Cosmos energy right there. Yeah. And I want a nut on the King of the Cosmos. Is what See, I, I, think King Co- I think King of the Cosmos will belittle me for the size of my penis. <laughs> because, I mean, he's the King of the Cosmos. He's seen all of it. He knows he's what seen he's it all. Oh. So yeah, so, yeah. This, this is that. 
I mean, or Jinx, but that's problematic. Jinx yeah. is one I was thinking. The what about those lips, though? Yeah, she got them DFLs for those sure. Ni- those nice lips. Though we have confirmed. So okay, uh, uh, at one point it was my understanding Pokemon were genderless, right? And then Gen two comes around and they're like, mm, no, there's ma- there's male and female, so that you can breed them, and you got to catch the male so you can catch the female so you can breed them. Oh, did they not have gender markers in Gen one? No, sir. They Wait, they th- did not. Sure? Oh, because I guess that would make sense because of Nidoran that they had the gender marked That's in the right. name it itself. Was, it was the only gender marked Pokemon in Gen 1. Because I think they put that in the actual name, not on a thingy. Yeah, absolutely. Are you confirming that now, Steven? It is true. It assigned it a gender when you traded it to Gen 2. That's wild. I actually never well, really wait, thought you could about get that. A Nidoran, you could get a Nidoran male that was female. If you traded from Gen One to Gen Two, or would no, it do it, it correctly would, on the name? It would. Uh, it would give it that. Okay, I would. I would think so. Basically, just because no. I'm sure the code's built in, it just reformats. Like, if yeah. you get this one, it goes to the this one. Attack I would, IVs. I was very excited. Apparently, I was very excited for gender fluid Pokemon. Yeah, it's the fucking best. So I'm trying to think. I just want to fire more. Because this is the deepest we've delved. I, I really like Delphox is a pretty good one. Delphox, um, I gotta look this up. So that was um, Gen uh, 6. Mm. The final evolution of it. And it's just kind of this like like a Where? girl a girl that would post lots of pictures of like cod- nice cottages on Facebook. Yeah, like uh, you know uh, she wakes up in the morning. She puts, uh, posts a picture of her cup of tea. Yeah. Tea bags still oh, yeah. floating in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Fire psychic. That's a potent combo, too. Oh, it's, it's fun. It's so good. I love that Pokemon. Um, if you I don't know if it's something you'd ever invest in. I do recommend if you ever get your hands on a 3DS, the Gen 6 games were fucking rad. That okay. was the in my opinion, maybe the highest peak of the series, both the the new release in Gen 6, and then they re-released the Gen 3 games on that engine. And those games are mm. fucking sick, and okay. Del Fox is such a fucking good Pokemon. I feel like I'm going to need something on the go. I'm going back to college after many years of dragging my feet and not finishing literally one semester on my history degree. <laughs> uh so I'm going to go back and I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to need something to game on the go, like between classes. Yeah, I'd considering I'd consider dropping the money on 3DS and trying to rekindle that uh that sweet, sweet Pokemon feeling. I guarantee it'll come right back. Like it's like it's never super far from the surface. Like if something if I see something that's even vaguely related to Pokemon, I'm like, oh, shit, that's my jam. And then also, just so you know, on the 3DS on their virtual console for five bucks a pop, they have red, blue, yellow, original engine and gold, silver, crystal. Um, And so it's like not like playing a fucking like I mean, it's technically an emulator, I guess. But like it is straight up officially put out by Nintendo, the exact game. Yeah. Just available for five bucks a pop on the 3DS. Oh my god! And you can yeah. transfer those Pokemon from those games into uh, seventh gen games, maybe sixth gen as well. But is that a backdoor thing? No, it's a. Uh, it's like an official 
you you can transfer them to uh, Poker Bank. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, but I... like a three DS is a fantastic reentry point because you can you can get fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh gen. So like, there's like sixteen Pokemon games. I mean, you can play every you can play every generation. Yeah. Up through up until eight, which is the worst fucking generation in the <laughs> history of Pokemon. So but so you can you can play awful. the original first and second gens. They have the remake of Gen three, which is up there on my list of favorite Pokemon games ever. And then you can straight up get the DS copies of four five and then the three DS copies of six and seven. Like it is the ultimate Pokemon machine. That's ideal. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so any any more Pokemon you want to fuck? <laughs> Uh, I think I, I mean, part of me wants to fuck Charizard just for the nostalgia. Yeah. Um, like this is, you know, you ever run into like fangirls who are like, oh, I want to fuck, you know, whoever, but it's really just like a, like a, uh, an expression of like, I appreciate this person <laughs> or I appreciate their work. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I fuck Lugia. If yeah. Lugia's into it, I'd bought him for Lugia. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking flapping like wild as it blows a load into you. Oh, yeah. Like a, a thunderous load. Like a fucking unstoppable. Like I, I would get torn in half by Lugia's load. I'd do that. Uh-huh. Just shoot across the fucking cave. Seems like a great way to go. <laughs> yeah, it's ideal. <laughs> and then I will round this, um, this mega out. Um, M-E-G-A, we should clarify. Um, not that type of podcast. Um, gun to head. Officer Jenny or Nurse Joy? Oh. Oh, no. Because, like, I think Officer Jenny is hotter. <laughs> not, but, like, the cop takes away from it. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. Like Nurse Joy just seems too wholesome. Like I don't think I like the things that I would want to do, right. I wouldn't want to do to Nurse Joy. Oh, I bet she's a fucking freak. You know what? Okay, okay. No, you're absolutely right. I think Nurse Joy and I would have like a very successful relationship in the sense that like we would, you know, we'd meet up, we'd like we go out and have dinner, and we would kind of have like a will they won't they thing for a little while. We play a little cat and mouse, and then it would finally happen. And then I would fucking tear her in half and (laughs) she would. (laughs) And she like, she's just, I could just imagine nurse Joyce staring up at me. as like, I'm just, I'm just fucking planting the flag. (laughs) She's too innocent looking. (laughs) But like, but it's like, and that like, that just like falls away as things go on. And then, like, she's just choking on it, and it's just like a problem. Like, and I'm having, I'm having issues with it. Like, I'm not excited about it, but I think that's what would happen. If- <laughs> I, officer, Officer Jenny is, definitely knows what she's doing better. She's a little know? more steely-eyed, right? Like, she's yeah. a little more ready for it. But I don't know. I, it is a different universe, though. I, like, maybe they, yeah, they don't have the history of police brutality in the Pokemon universe. This is true. Like, I think she's always been on the good side. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? So, like, I don't know if the Pokemon police force 
like really comes from uh, the same history of white supremacy and uh, classism <laughs> that the that the U.S. police force comes from. Uh, but I mean, I, I think I it comes so, from the concept of the uh, U.S. Uh, quasi occupation of Japan after the World War II, which is generally kind of what I think most of uh, sure. Pokemon is kind of based on. You know, uh, there's, there's a distant war in the in the in the background of stuff. And my little my little That's head theory is that Pokemon are energy like created from the atomic bomb going off and that they didn't sure. exist until that happened. Um, but it all it doesn't work once you like start talking about the fact that there's like thousand year old history and stuff it falls apart. Then. Right. But I, I mean, you can really think of it like as like a. A multiverse that was created and a history was created with that multiverse yeah. after the atomic bomb was yeah. dropped. Which is, I do uh, like this that. is also like the same uh, thing as uh, the, the Twin Peaks. Um, go watch The Return if anybody, <laughs> you know. Better Stargate sequence than 2001 A Space Odyssey. I still never watched. <laughs> I need to watch. I need. It just requires me to actually finish season two, which is just such nah, a you fucking don't have bear. To. You don't have to. I don't have to. Not really. Do I need to watch the last episode? You should watch the last episode of season two. Yes, because that okay. is... Uh, Arthur, are you a Twin Peaks person? I have never seen Twin Peaks. I oh am gosh. familiar enough with it to get 30% of the memes I see. Okay. <laughs> That's all you so, need. So uh, <laughs> the the quality uh, ramp is season one, very, very high. Season two mm-hmm. starts high. Uh... Drop, 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 drop. Then they release who Bob is. Plummet. Uh, yeah, just fair. like low, like negative one for everything until the second to last and last episode, I think, which um, Frost and uh, um, um, Lynch. Um, Lynch come back and they just make like the most fucking terrifying thing that has ever been on cable. Um, mm. Nobody knows why they let them do it. Uh, other than the fact that the show was already canceled, ratings were absolutely terrible. So they're just like, sure, what the, what the fuck ever. Uh, so that yeah. is like amazing again. Then Firewalk with Me is really good, but it drops the soap opera thing. So like everybody was like, that was just unsettling and terrifying and a fucking awful feeling, and there was no laughs in it. Uh, but it, it's really <laughs> good. Uh, and then the new one is really great, except for a couple spots. Uh, it's mostly surreal here, surreal horror. Um. Uh, and and funnies are not soap opera esque anymore. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. I need to watch it. It's oh, the I do fuck with surreal horror. horror. Absolutely. the The first season of Twin Peaks is very worth watching. It's fucking unbelievable. I, I watched the first season. I've watched the first season five or six times through, and I just keep trying to get to season two, and I just stall the fuck out every time. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the the. Key is if James is on the screen in season two, you just fast forward because uh, mm. it doesn't matter. He's a terrible character. He just like has an affair. He's like 16 and he has an affair with like a 40 year old married woman. And it's, you know, the dream fucking awful. Um, I like that. It's awful. I guess it is, you know, statutory rape. Probably not. And awesome. Boring. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, boring. That's the real crime. That's the real crime right there. 
Yes. So you said so you said Lynch like left and came back. Like I didn't know that. I thought he was involved like the whole way. Uh. So well, he just kind of like wasn't there day to day for the middle portion. Um. And mm. then the writers kind of. Well, and uh, so the the um the ratings weren't doing amazing, and so then the studio forced him and Frost to disclose who the main villain was. Um, oh no! And they did. They had planned to never ever do that. Um, and then like it it just takes the wind out of the sails of the show entirely. And so he wasn't terribly interested in it. And then the writers, like the staff writers they had, just like drove it directly through the ground. Um, mm. And then uh, he basically came back and was like, all right, we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll fix this shit up uh, and yeah. on a, and on a fantastic note. Um, I feel like if you have David Lynch, you let David Lynch do exactly what David Lynch wants to do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that is somehow what uh, um, uh, Showtime did with the return. Thank you, Showtime. Like freaking Showtime was like, "Hey, David Lynch, just make whatever you want for this." Yeah, it can it can be some of the weirdest stuff that has ever come to quote unquote TV because it didn't actually get syndicated or uh, sure wasn't on real cable. But uh, yeah, th- there's a couple things that like were honestly didn't work. They were too weird. Um, but overall, uh, it's so good. Watch the. Do you return. know my favorite David? My favorite David Lynch product of all time. Uh, are you gonna say Dune? I'm gonna say the image. It's like an image macro where he's being oh. interviewed. And David Lynch says, God is gay. (laughs) And the interviewer says, can you elaborate on that? And he says, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for coming on Twin Peaks Pass. This has been a delight. Twin Peaks cast. Happy to be here. This has been a delightful time. Um, For listeners who normally listen to the show, we're just going to say now we're skipping a game this week just for the sake of time. And we wanted to give our guest our full attention and not worry about throwing a fucking game together. So um, it's a plan that it's not there. You didn't miss anything. Uh, can I plug my pluggables? Can I do that? Absolutely. Is this the time? It oh, is yeah. Time. Plug. Yeah, plug uh, that shit. I would like you to go to your podcatcher of choice and find Radio Free Tote Bag. Uh, it is uh, available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, or hosted on Podient. Um, we just launched a Patreon series. You can find that at patreon.com slash RFTB. Uh, $3 a month gets you a bonus episode, uh, two bonus episodes a month. And $10 a month gets you uh, a future tote bag, which we will be creating in addition <laughs> to a shout out on the program. So, uh, uh, you know, go look for that. Yeah, it's a fucking awesome show. Definitely go. I know I talked about last or two weeks ago, but definitely go listen to it. Um at the very you, you can use me as a jumping off point or just fucking start from the beginning and listen to it all. Um, I do plan to weasel my way into that Patreon somehow. Come get um, it. I, I want in real bad. You mean like money from it? No, I want to appear so, on an episode. Okay. Yeah, come get on the get on the fucking uh, Patreon feed. Well, like I think, I think our, it's every our, 
every podcaster's dream is to appear behind a paywall. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Our, yeah. Our, our most recent episodes have been about embarrassing stories from our past. So if you have anything that Donovan did that sucked, like <laughs> you can come on the show and mention it. That's I, I can do that. Yeah, I, can do, <laughs> I can do that. I'm just kidding. Donovan's perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, in the recent episode that Mark was on, I listened to and it was quite funny um yes kiss yes. edging episode 111 if i yes. recall it's very good yeah, it was a good it was a good time awesome well i think that's about all the time we have yeah over here thank you so much for coming on arthur thank you mm-hmm. for having me this was fucking excellent yeah, and, yeah this uh, was so much fun you guys can find us at podbean dot uh sorry pmr.podbean.com write us at pocketmonsterradio at gmail.com uh find us various places social media um and that is it and again thank you very much arthur this was delightful thanks again Mm -hmm. thank you bye 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 thank you for listening to pocket monster radio today's episode was recorded and edited at woodchuck studios in cincinnati ohio the theme song for today's episode is pokemon theme remix by tony lays originally composed by juniki masuda We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Looks like Pocket Monster Radio is blasting off again. 